What is up, gamers? My name is Chris, and welcome to Horton Brothers Grimm, a video game podcast, episode number 15. 15, 15 that's a 1-5. That's 1-5, a we are still going strong here. We're three brothers, and we haven't gotten a big enough fight yet to stop doing these, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. There's always tomorrow. There's <laughs> always tomorrow. For now, we love each other, so that's good. And we are glad you guys are listening to episode 15. Thank you so much for being here. And we hope that you have told your friends about it. Share it with other people who would like this podcast. And make sure also that you have subscribed to us on iTunes and left us a five-star review because that would be awesome. And if you're listening to us on any other provider, make sure you subscribe and like. That would be great. Yes, click the linkies. Linky, I think linky. there's too many uh, sausages in there. <laughs> Sausage is delicious, especially with chocolate chip pancakes. At IHOP. Go to IHOP. Um, chocolate chip pancakes and sausage links. Delicious. And chocolate milk, too. Sorry, I, that's just my, I just advertise my favorite meal at IHOP. You're welcome, I like the French. IHOP. I like the French toast. <laughs> I'm partial to Fucking the... Fucking French toast? To the pecan French toast. You like the what? I like the pecan pancakes. Pecan. Or as they we, say in, in parts of the country, the pecan pancakes. We should have known Scott would find some way to bring up nuts. Well, he has to. You can't get them out of his mouth quick enough. So there you go. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Okay. That's a good one there, Chin Nuts. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you got we a dick so- in your mouth. <laughs> 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 I thought this was a straw. <laughs> Jeez. It's one of those milkshake straws. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing coming out. <laughs> Just keep going. You gotta shake it. <laughs> oh shit. It's a shake weight. <laughs> you shake and wait for it. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, so <laughs> that's um, that's just uh, <laughs> unintended. <laughs> so welcome to episode fifteen, <laughs> where you can uh, shake weight. Oh, that's, <laughs> shake that's weight. wrong on so many levels. <laughs> I didn't invent the damn thing. Okay, must have been one of those EA recruits. Oh my god, EA recruits, get your DLC today. <laughs> Loot crate boxes. <laughs> Get your random chance of some boots, a helmet, or a one time use handkerchief. So, just one thing I want to mention. If anybody's playing uh, Rainbow Six, what's that game called? Just Rainbow Six. Uh, what's the. It's uh, what's Siege. The... Siege. Siege. Under Siege. Fuck Star those Siege guys. What they have done is taken out all the blood, knives. Anything violent what? that might seem offensive to a certain country. So, we will not be playing this game ever again. Wow, so they went all Mortal Kombat Super Nintendo, huh? Which was kind of dumb. Um, <laughs> hey, when you punch somebody in the face, they just sweat really, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sweaty, I'm so slippery, I got away. Anyway, they don't want to... Uh, yeah, and... Anybody listening to this, you could probably guess the country. Or you can read about it. Either one. 
but it's just a ploy to uh, make more money. Wow. So, who makes Rainbow Six? I don't know. It's based on Yeah, fuck Tom, those guys. Based on Tom Clancy stuff, right? Who gives a shit because that game's not being played on my computer again? <laughs> just throwing it out there. That's an Ubisoft game. Okay, so uh, Far Cry, you have to go as well. So Ubisoft, that is something they're famous for. Ubisoft and EA, they're both in cahoots, I think. They will flood their games full of extra content that you need to pay for because it's worthy. No, it's not. What kills me is why the hell they want to change Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah, I mean, that's just... Uh, uh, that's they're just, just a, trying to make money. Yeah. That's all it is. I mean, that's so ain't nothing but a death match, so, right? So what, you can actually pay to get the stuff back? I'm not sure. Um, I don't think so. Uh, based on what, what he was talking about as far as offending a certain country, it would seem to me probably no. It's really sad, man. Let's see. Rainbow Six Siege to remove assets showing blood, skulls, gambling, and more. Although Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege is a multiplayer game involving two teams killing each other to complete objectives, some in-game assets featuring violence, gambling, blood, and sexual themes will soon be wiped from the game. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah, they put a face. Basically, there's a skull on the wall when you go in the clubhouse, and it's a skull with a hood on. It's the Reaper. Mm-hmm. And they put a mask on it with sunglasses. Then they took out the slot machines underneath a sign that says Davier Ritter Hanover, whatever that means. Mm. But there were skulls inside crosshairs, but they made it look like fucking uh, wheels on a car. Oh, wow. But oh, they left so beer bottles on the, on the thing. They're just changing visuals. Like, like when you're actually playing the game, you can shoot yeah. people and stuff. There was a stripper on a pole and a neon sign. They changed it to a woman's hand, which makes yeah. no fucking sense. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now. That is uh, stupid. That's Why did there's blood on a poster? But anyway, we're not here. Blood to talk on a picture on the wall. Now there's no blood on that picture. <laughs> Hello. That's kind of silly, but I don't play that game, so I don't give a crap. Yeah, see, you know. <laughs> Doesn't matter to me. So welcome to episode 15, ladies and gentlemen. We're here. Um, hope you're having a great day. We're going to be talking about three awesome games today. Our retro topic brought to us by Zach is going to be Super Punch-Out for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. One of the best games ever. Gabby J. Yay. It is an awesome game. <laughs> Then we're going to be talking about our current day game, which is a pretty hot game right now. It's called Ring of Elysium. Scott will be bringing us that topic. And I've actually played this myself, and I love it. I think it's one of the best Battle Royale games that's been put out. It is fantastic. And then we're going to be talking about a future game that's going to be brought to you by Chris, me, the guy talking right now. And we're going to be talking about the game The Last of Us, a PlayStation 4 exclusive Brought to you by Naughty Dog. That is going to be epic because Last of Us 1 was one of the best games ever. So, And I'm back. I don't it. know what the fuck happened. And Zach's back, so we're good. Oh, welcome Jesus. back. Jesus. Okay. We got through the introduction. You were good. We were introducing the games we're going to talk about, so we didn't miss Sweet. Anything. So, Super Punch-Out. It's a great so, game. Yeah, we're, we're heading into Super Punch-Out right now. So, Zach, since you're back, why don't you well, I guess jump I can. right in? I'm not sure what happened there, folks. Um... 
but I will be talking to that modem back there soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> it may or may not survive the conversation, but it's going to be okay. a very pointed conversation. I take it very one sided, <laughs> and <laughs> it may or oh, may not involve sure violence. I will not remove the blood from the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, anyways, um, I picked Super Punch Out. Uh, for a retro game this week due to the fact that it is the most magnificent game ever created. Now, you have a Super Nintendo. Why? Why We didn't even have to build anything after the Super Nintendo. It's like the greatest system ever. Yeah, great graphics. Uh, games were, you know, being developed more story-wise. But anyway, that doesn't matter. Punch out your little Mac. You want to kill people. No, I'm just kidding. You just want to punch them. Because mm-hmm. you want to go boxing, right? Anybody? No one to box? <laughs> Scott? Chris? Want to box? <clears throat> so, no, game, I don't want to. You don't want to box now? Oh, but put, them put them up, homie. Put them up. Nah, I don't know. Oh, wait. Wrong type of boxing, yeah? We're talking about the video game. <laughs> it's a bingo. So, if you play the, the game um, Punch Out on the regular Nintendo... There are a few familiar faces in the Super Nintendo version. Of course, both games were developed by Nintendo, so obviously you're going to have some similarities. You're still Little Mac. Uh, You do have a uh, behind-the-back kind of view, so it's a little easier to see when you're punching and and dodging, different things like that. They made him bigger on the screen, too, didn't they? They did, yes. They they made him bigger on the screen. Also, the uh, enemies were, you know, larger because of that view as well, Mm -hmm. which was kind of awesome because you could, you know, see them moving, you know, kind of pinpoint when you're going to dodge and things like that. So instead of, you know, the little star punch that you could get on the regular Nintendo, in this game you had a meter you'd fill up at the bottom. So uh, once you have consecutive, you know, hits in a row and you're, you know, you don't get hit too, uh, you fill up the power meter and then you would just tap A, or double tap a whether you know just depending on what kind of shot you want to make, but you had to, you know, point the direction, like you had to hold the D pad up and then hit A for to hit him in the face, or you just tap A to, you know, hit him in the stomach or something like that. Now this game was, I guess, kind of geared for people who wanted to complete like speed runs, and maybe challenge other you know your your friends because there really is no online mood. Uh, for this game, so it's like an arcade yeah. style boxing. I love the timed fights; it, it shows you your best time and everything. Yes, really that was cool. nice. Uh, my fastest time against any of them was Piston Hurricane, and I beat him in like eight seconds. Oh, nice! I destroyed him. I don't. And he I don't know what the it. world. I don't know what the world record is for that. I'm gonna look it up, but I know I had to. <laughs> that beat might him. be it. <laughs> I mean, I beat him in eight seconds, and that's legit. I wish we still had to copy of the game. I'm going to look it up while you go ahead. I'm sorry. That's all right. Usually if we had that cartridge around it, it may or may not have gotten erased several times. Because the game did, uh, it did autosave after you completed things. It did have a battery. So over the years, if that battery kind of went to shit, (laughs) which really didn't happen, because I had a uh, a version of the game 
just a couple of years ago, actually. And the original uh, battery was still working great. Well, that's impressive, considering the age of that game. Yeah, it is pretty old. And there's also some uh, games from the regular Nintendo that have batteries in them that still work uh, to this day, like Zelda and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. See, now, the original Legend of Zelda, wasn't that one of the first ones that actually put a battery in? I, I do believe so. Um, mm-hmm. It had the gold sticker and everything that tells you, oh, this has got a battery in it. Right. And then what Try was that, what was that other one? Was it um, Shadowgate? Was Shadowgate had a battery, yep, it sure did. Yeah. It was cause And it, it was, was a rough game, actually. That game had a, uh, you know, it came out on Nintendo. It was also on, like, computer, I do believe, back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah. So, little origins of Super Punch Out. Basically, it's just a successor to regular Punch-Out or Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, whichever one you got to play as a kid. Hopefully, you got to play those as a kid. And if you haven't played those as a kid, um, I'm not sure where Nintendo's going with their, um, I guess, their classics on the Switch. But hopefully, they'll go to where you can have like the entire library. Right. But they do have where you can get the, like the SNES Classic, the NES Classic, things like that to play. You know some of the games that come on it. Now there are ways to put other games on it, but I can't tell you how to do that. <laughs> Find it yourself. <laughs> <coughs> what? what? Who, what are we talking about? So the uh, world record time for beating Pissing Hurricane is five seconds, five point wow. four nine seconds. That's oh, wow. insane. And. I did it in eight seconds. I think I, I watched a video on YouTube just now. I can do it in five. Mm-hmm. I could tie that. I know I could. You're going to tie that. I want to see this. So maybe we, get a, maybe we get a stream of punch out. Yeah, we'll get a stream of punch out. Piston Hurricane's going down in at least 5.49 seconds. Yeah, Tying the world that record. That guy is easy as hell. It's really I really good. wish, though, they would have put Piston Honda in it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Because he was a jackass in the first one. <laughs> yeah, he was. And then you had to you had to fight him twice in the first yeah. one. We also had to fight uh, Bald Bull twice. Bald Bull twice, that's correct. Um, I remember in in Super Punch Out, there's a a couple of guys that did survive from you you know the regular Nintendo, and one of them was Bald Bull, uh, number two, Super Macho Man, right. number three. Well, I guess Sandman was before Macho Man, but both of those guys survived as well. And instead of having a Glass Joe, uh, which was in the original game, also there was an arcade game of Punch-Out where you were just like an outline of a boxer Yeah, that was still behind the uh, behind the back. There was a Glass Joe as well on there. Yeah, they used to have that, they used to have that cabinet game at, uh, at the game room or the pool Good hall. Good old pool hall. Yeah. <laughs> the pool hall. Yeah. And now I'd say tool and die shop. I know, right? Which sucks. Uh, <laughs> bring back the bull hall, please. Um, yeah. We we really had a great time there, and they had the best chicken strips ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, the chicken strips were great. The um, barbecue was really good. Barbecue was pretty good. Oh, they also had microwave pizzas that, hell, you could never replicate the damn things the way they cooked them. It was yeah. I don't know how they cooked them, but they were great. Those little mini Red Baron pizzas. Oh, I think they were Tony's. 
I don't know. That's a red bear. If you get those red bears now, you can get the exact. red bear ones. But I think they had the Tony's version, yeah. uh, which I've I've been unable to find. The reason I think they're Tony's is because I seen uh, one time when I was up there, uh, the Tony's truck was there delivering shit. So I don't know. You know, I think maybe uh, it's all the same company. I think she actually cooked them in a um, in a toaster oven, didn't she? She didn't put them in a microwave, right? I have no idea. I, all I know is delicious, and uh, I miss them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, they were great. I always got. I think barbecue was my favorite thing to get. The barbecue plate, right? It was really yep, good. It was really good. Mine, mine was the uh, the jumbo hamburgers. Those were really good too. Those were pretty damn Ooh, good. They had pizza burgers too. They did mm. have pizza burgers. Good old yeah. mozzarella cheese wrapped around a meat, and then yeah. breaded and fried. I was gonna say if anybody's I mean, listening, they're like pizza burgers, not a pizza burger, like. Throw some pepperoni and sauce on top of it, okay? <laughs> this is a, a patty that's, like Zach said, it's mozzarella, in mozzarella with breading on it. And it and was Italian breadcrumbs uh, it's that delicious. it was breaded in and then fried. And probably the best thing you could eat Yeah, ever. it's really good. Yeah, you get fat. Who cares? It's Who a cares? southern thing for sure. That's that's <laughs> definitely the best. Anyway, back to Super Punch-Out. Uh <laughs> This game pool hall has been, That's where our video game life began. Okay. This is this is very true. There was a lot of games there I, I played the shit out of. Uh, one of them was uh, what was that game? Uh, football game that was like NBA Jam, NFL Blitz. Yeah, yeah NFL that was Blitz. one of our favorite games. That was crazy as shit. But anyway, like I said, back to Super Punch Out. Keep dragging me back in. <laughs> so this game was actually released. Several times in different places, uh, North America twice actually. So I'm not sure the differences in the first release versus the second one. Um, I did not look into that, but it was released the first time in 1994, uh, September 14th, and then the second time in 1996. But it did not give an actual date it was released the second time, so approximately. Uh, two years later, they re-released the game. Maybe there was some kind of glitch or something in the cartridge. I don't know. Then in 1995, in between 94 and 96, it was released in Europe. And then Japan got it in 1998. Uh, basically around the same time what Nintendo 64 came out. Holy crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they waited a little while. Uh, before giving it to Japan for some reason, it was for this, of course, the Super Famicom. Um, they called it the Nintendo Power Flash RAM cartridge series. So I'm not sure what those were because I never got to play those. Of course, I didn't live in Japan either. So that's pretty weird. Very getting weird. that late of a release. And the last release was on uh, Wii's Virtual Console, and that was in. 2009 in Europe and North America same time 2009 Japan got it later in that year though so it was March of 2009 for Europe and North America July for Japan I mean what do they have against Japan Don't, aren't they from Japan yeah, I know right what the <laughs> hell is going on maybe boxing wasn't as popular back then in Japan maybe not or? I'm not maybe. I'm not sure what kind of fighting that you get from over there. <laughs> Maybe Kung Fu. I don't know. I have no idea. 
That's interesting. That's because it's a great game. I'm not sure why. They it's would. probably the, like I said, it's it's the best game ever. And then somebody will say Donkey Kong's the best game ever, but I would punch them in the face. So they would tell me, "Oh, did you like Punch Out or Donkey Kong?" Now, are you going to roll the barrel at me while I punch you? I mean, what's going on? Well, that's pretty much all I got to say about Punch Out. Unless you guys have some questions, um, I know it's not too too detailed there, but well. I know you said you defeated this game a couple times. I have. I have defeated this game a couple of times. Um, which which opponent is the toughest one, you think, on the game? The toughest one's definitely going to have to be Super Macho Man because uh, he has a little, like a whirlwind kind of punch that he can do, and he will shake his fist and make a noise, but you don't know when he's going to fucking stop rotating. So you have to continuously duck this thing and mm-hmm. if you don't duck and he hits you, I mean it's a insta, it's an insta na- uh, down. So you only get three downs before you get a technical knockout. Uh, so if he hits you, you go down, and then you know, of course you have to get back up and then fight him again. But as soon as you get back up, he could go right back into that whirlwind punch. It was just ridiculous because you didn't know what he was going to do. Now there are some special, um, I guess, opponents if you complete all the first three circuits without being defeated then you had to fight like an old man with a stick um some oh yeah preppy dude uh and then the bruiser brothers which was nick and rick yeah the preppy dude had like a little sweater tied around his neck or something yeah his name was uh narciss prince (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. what was the old man's name uh the old man was hoy corlo Dude, he was awesome. He could kick your butt with that stick. Yeah, man. you had to watch him. He would tell he would basically tell you where he was going to hit as long as you watched his uh, staff. But if you get hit by the staff, you're pretty much screwed. And then yeah, he, he tries to, uh, after he does his little like mad rush with that cane, then he starts doing all these weird kicks and shit like that. So basically, I don't think he got the memo, but this was a boxing game. Uh, so he's <laughs> like, like, fuck it, I'm old, I'll do what I want, you know. It's like when uh, you see older people out driving, they just pull out in front of you and say, fuck it, I got to go. You know, I ain't got time to waste, right, sitting on here, you know, sitting waiting on you to pass me, I guess. I don't know what they're thinking. They just pull out right in front of you. But you got the Bruiser Brothers. Um, I think Rick was the one that got beat by Nick. So Nick was the actual champion you had to beat. And Rick was always complaining, there's only one people, one person that beat me, and it was my brother Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I guess you suck the suck. I, I have no idea what to tell you. But once you beat them, man, once you beat Rick, though, you, you like, this overwhelming accomplishment comes over you because it is fucking rough. Right. Because, like, during the fight, he'll, like, break your arm. Uh, Rick does the same thing, of course. But let's say you uh, super punch him. So you super punch him in the face, he automatically comes back with a counter, and if he hits you with that, it 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 takes a lot of your health away. So most likely it could, you know, knock you down. Now there was no opponents in this game that, you know, could like instantly hit you like you know when you fight Mike Tyson's and Mike Tyson's punch out, if he hits you one time, you're down. Yeah. Doesn't matter what he hits you with, it's ridiculous. So they, they should have revisited that game a little bit, but who knows? Well, it got to like once you got past a certain point with Mike Tyson, it he didn't do that. He would, he would, uh, 
Yeah, he would just punch normal and you could dodge right. and shit like that. But yeah, it, it was, was hard rough. to dodge that first set of attacks, though. Yeah, he's just <laughs> coming at you. Now, the one thing they could have added, well, I guess he could have bit your ear off or something, but, you know. <laughs> he could have got hungry. Tyson hungry. <laughs> I'm going to eat your ear. Here's a bon appetit. So Let me tell you a little, secret. He, he sees little Mac like one of those pigs on the, on the fucking platter with the uh, apple in his mouth. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, apparently Super Punch-Out, according to what I'm reading here, Super Punch-Out was the fourth game in the Punch-Out series because they had Punch-Out, of course, the original Punch-Out on Nintendo, on the original Nintendo. Right. And then they had Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. And then mm-hmm. they had Punch-Out featuring Mr. Dream, which they replaced oh, Mike Tyson shit, I with. I forgot about that because of, yeah. Because, you know, Tyson lost his title and... He had the biting thing. Yeah. And then you I know, think there was a rape charge at some point. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> there was a lot of yeah, bad the rape charge for did old it, Tyson, think, man, yeah. you know. But, um, I think the going to jail for rape was probably a key element. <laughs> and that face tattoo, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. I didn't say, I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> it wasn't me, you, that was Chris. Why are you talking about my tattoo, man? <laughs> fee fee fo fee five fo five. Five fuck you up, fo. I think he did a pretty good job in the uh, what was that movie? Uh, Hangover. Hangover, yeah, yeah. He's good. He's got some, he's got his cartoon uh, Mike Tyson Mystery Team or whatever. What? Yeah. It's on Cartoon Network. Adult Swim. It's pretty funny. Oh my god. Yeah, Mike Tyson. He's turned himself around a little bit. He's a pretty funny dude. But all right, well. I don't have anything else to add to Super Punch Out. about you, Scott? Nope, I reckon that's about it. All I can say is, guys, check this game out if you've never played it. I think you will enjoy it thoroughly. Um, I know I still play it from time to time, as well as Mega Man X. So. Mega Man yeah, Super Punch Out's one of those games you can go back to over and over, and it's always fun. Oh, yeah, replayability is up there. Yeah, it's an excellent, excellent game. All right, guys, well, we're going to go right into the soundtrack spotlight for today's episode, which is going to be on Super Punch-Out for the Super Nintendo. It's got a great soundtrack, something we didn't talk a lot about because of this soundtrack spotlight coming up. So enjoy that, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about Ring of Elysium. That is a PC game. That's a battle royale. It's free to play. It's awesome. Scott will be leading that conversation. We'll talk to you in just a moment. Hey, guys, this is Chris, and welcome to today's edition of Horton Brothers Grimm, a soundtrack spotlight brought to you by Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle, get cool games for free. No way, you gotta pay for them. But you get a bunch of them and they're cheap. Yeah, so it might as well be free. And uh, if you use the link down in the description of this podcast, you will help us out. We'll get a little taste. So just do that. Go to Humble Bundle, get lots of games for a little bit of price that feels like it's free. Yeah. All right, guys. Super Punch-Out was a staple in our house as soon as the game released back in September of 1994. While the gameplay is fun and addictive, Nintendo went all out with the soundtrack. The music tracks for the fights didn't have much variety, but I never grew tired of hearing them, even when pausing the game for long periods of time, which happened frequently in our home and between our different distractions. This soundtrack spotlight, though, it's going to be better if I share a few of my favorite tracks, so let's get started. One of my favorite characters to fight was Gabby J. Yes, he happens to be the worst fighter, but he just had the funniest intro to the ring. 
So give this a listen. Gabby J! Yay! In the heat of battle, when you knock your opponent down, this music always keeps me amped up, ready to destroy. circuit had its own fight soundtrack and my favorite was the minor circuit soundtrack and let me show you why so let the sound fill your ears now If you want to check out this soundtrack for yourself, you can find it for free on YouTube and a few other websites websites that have links in the description of this episode. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this edition of Soundtrack Spotlight. I hope you enjoyed. Go check it out. And this is brought to you by Humble Bundle, where you can get bundles of games at a great price, and you get to support charity. And if you use the link down in the description of this podcast, you get to support Horton Brothers Grimm. A video game podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Let's get back to the show. Boom. Okay, guys, we're back. Thank you so much for listening to the soundtrack spotlight. I hope you enjoyed it. And now we're on to our second topic of today's podcast. We're going to be talking about the current game, Ring of Elysium. This is on the PC. You can get it on Steam. And Scott is going to tell us all about it. So, Scott, have at it, brother. So, Ring of Elysium was developed by Tencent Games, published by Tencent Games, and Garena. I don't know what that is. I wish this was a Tencent. Oh, wait, no, it's free. Never mind. <laughs> I paid ten uh, cents for it. Oh yeah, it uh, runs on the Quicksilver X game engine and was released for the platform Microsoft Windows. Uh, it was released early access on Steam uh, September nineteenth of this year, which is not too long ago. What? And it does not months? feel less than like a month. an early access game. It doesn't. It is really, really well done. It's in a really good shape. Uh, it was actually a um, redevelopment of an earlier game called Europa. Your, developed uh, by, that's, yeah. Developed by Tencent Games. So, anyway. Um, what was Europa about? It was basically the same basically the same game. It just They just revamped it a little bit, I think. Added in a few things. Took out a few things. Went with a different name. And went with a different name, yep. I know when I initially played this game, it was only released um, in Asia. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had it was to a get closed, a... Uh, closed beta. Mm-hmm. had to get a VPN to say I was in Singapore. Right. <laughs> it was it was uh, kind of choppy then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, to most folks, the game is... It's uh, it's comparable to PUBG. I mean, there are a few differences. Do not soil this game by saying I'm, PUBG I'm, in the same. I'm, I'm getting there. Hold on. There's a few differences. 
a lot of improvements upon PUBG, in my opinion. Uh, well, number one, this game is good. It is good. It is really good. Um, PUBG is a game where you have to wait in a lobby before you get in the map. And that's to allow for the, you know, number of players that it needs for, you know, for the hundred people to actually log in. But Ring of Elysium doesn't do that. You, you, before a match starts, you get to pick from, you get to pick a grid point on a map and you just spawn in at that point. There's no, there's no waiting in lobbies. There's no jumping from airplanes or flying buses. (laughs) <laughs> or, or anything like that. Um, All right, we know you don't like Fortnite, for fuck's sake. <laughs> There's no, uh, you know, building shit. You don't have to build anything on Ring of Elite. Oh, Simpsons. thank God. So, you know, that's... Listen, uh, listen. <laughs> listen, Linda. Okay. There's nothing wrong with building shit. It's a definite improvement, in my opinion. But anyway, so, because of the the selecting a spawn point, you get to spawn into the map, and it allows the player to immediately pick up, you know, go start picking up loot and finding weapons. And, and you start with a gun. And you add, I'm, I'm getting there. Quit stealing his thunder, Zach. <laughs> it's all right, man. It's cool. <laughs> so, anyway, you get a better chance at putting up a, you know, you can put up a better fight, in my opinion. Now, a lot of people will tell you that, you know, this kind of takes away from the whole battle royale genre. You know what I'm saying? They they like well, the fact that you jump from the plane and you have to you have to parachute down with everybody. It doesn't have to be the Hunger Games. <clears throat> well, that's true. And but, if you ever play with the Arden, she makes you pop off two shots at the beginning anyway. Yeah, I don't understand. I I don't understand that, but, you know. She's superstitious. (laughs) Uh, I'm not very stitious, so I'm going to, like, not do that. I played with her, and I didn't didn't do that, so. Let me guess, you were the first one that died. No, we actually won one of them that I played. What? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, a lot of people tell you that the uh, the parachuting thing is... It's it's very important to the whole battle royale genre because you know when you parachute in everybody has to land and then you it's a race to get weapons and a race to do everything else. Well, I say I don't I I don't agree with that. I I like that you know you can spawn in at whatever point you choose, and while you're choosing a point, everybody else is choosing a point on the map, and you can kind of get an idea. You get to see can, where everybody else chooses. Right. Can, so, can, a, can a player pick the same spot? Uh, two if players, you're on the same team, if you're yeah. on the same team, can pick the same spot, yes. Okay, but so an enemy couldn't do it, though. An enemy no. player cannot, no. But can they can they can pick a spot right beside you, though. Yes, mm-hmm. that's correct, yes. Okay. I, did, I was just wanting to make sure. I didn't know. Yeah, you The can. ones that pick a spot beside you, you're supposed to go after and kill them immediately. Right. Yeah, because this is my fucking area. It's an interesting strategy, you know. Could if you're if you're really good with the pistol, yep, or shotgun, whichever you choose to spawn yeah. in with. Oh, you can spawn in with a shotgun? What? Yeah, because the 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 way this game works at the beginning at the map, 
you know, where you go to choose your spawn point, you can also choose three from, you can choose between three different starting gear sets. One of them is, uh, you, you can choose the one that has the most mobility, which would be the hang glider. And it comes with a, with a hand, a handgun pistol and some ammo. And then it's, you know, it, but it, it has the least amount of carrying space and inventory now. Yes, because your backpack is your hang glider. Basically, yeah. And then you've got the uh, the second choice, which would be the snowboard. It has a little bit more carry space and a little less mobility. It's kind of the mid-range. Gives you a, an equal distribution of both. And it gives you a snowboard, also a handgun, and it's a forty-five. I think. The first handgun for the Hang glider is a nine millimeter, but the next yeah, one is nine millimeter forty five, and then shotgun. And then you get the the third pack is the climbing axes or climbing gear, and it gives you uh, two two climbing picks and a zip line, a rappel rappel tool automatic or something. Yeah, okay. Anyway, let's see those little spots where you could do that. Yeah, and it 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 allows you to use the zip lines that are located around the map. But it comes with a, I think it's an over and under 12 gauge, isn't that right? It is, unfortunately. Yeah, it's an over and under 12 gauge shotgun. And then that's, it has the most inventory space available from the three. That's what I need to pick, I think. I like having the shotgun. I'm better with the shotgun. No, shotguns are awful in that game. Well, I mean, the over and under shotgun's not that good. I, I assume the semi-automatic wouldn't be too bad, that Remington well, the with thing, the pistol grip. Well, the problem is most of the fighting takes place at a distance. You can't really mm. kill somebody with a shotgun unless you're right up on you. Right. So unless you're going to be like Fortnite and build something on top of people and then jump and shoot them with a shotgun, it's kind of pointless to have a shotgun in Ring of Elysium right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they haven't... They haven't um... I mean, the, I think the most they've done as far as extending the range of the shotguns on Ring of Elysium was to they put in the uh, the full choke that you can pick up. Yeah, and that's of course. But I mean, shotguns don't go that far even in real life. So that's true. That's true. Um, one thing that this game does that PUBG also does is you know you you have to loot, you have to find your weapons, you have to find the accessories that go with the weapons, but the where where the two games differ at this point is PUBG, you have to manually take the accessories from your inventory and place them on the weapons that they go with. Now, Ring of Elysium, when you pick up an accessory that goes with a weapon that's in your inventory, it immediately puts this accessory on the weapon that it goes with. Now, Or a weapon are, that can use it. Or a weapon that can use it, right. The, the exception is uh, the sights... You know, like the the two x, four x, eight x scopes. Now, if you don't have a scope already on the weapon, then it will place it on there for you. But you can go in and you know interchange them, switch them around to put them whichever gun you want to put them on. <clears throat> and, and you can so, have two scopes on one gun. So, like, say right. if you've got you got a four x, and you found an eight x, if you pick it up, it's not automatically going to switch it to the best one. Right. You have to switch it yourself. Okay. Now, also, like Zach said, you have you 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 do have the option of placing two different optics on each weapon. Now, you can put a say if you want to switch between a four X scope and a red dot or a holographic sight, then you can place the four X in the in slot one, and then in slot two you can place the red dot or holographic, and you switch between those by pressing V 
on your keyboard. Uh, you also have uh, the ability to switch between modes of fire. You can go, which if, if the weapon allows. Most of them have the choice between single shot or automatic. Uh, like the, uh, the FAMAS has uh, automatic, single shot, and three round burst. So you hit B on your keyboard and you switch between all three modes of fire. However, just whichever one you prefer to use at that particular time. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I know I have fun with this game. Lots of fun with this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's yep. it's fun. I enjoy it. It's it's one of the only battle royale games I actually like. Now I've gotten more kills playing this game in the last two three weeks than I ever got in the year or so that I've played PUBG or uh, Fortnite. Uh, it's saying something, so I, I don't know what that says. I guess I've gotten better, or this game is just, I don't know, it's more fun for me, I guess. Well, I yeah, the video is more fun because the game, once you finished the game, it was seamless in getting into another one. It was really quick. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was easier to play. It was easier to. I like the. Like you was talking about picking. It's also your spot. easier to group up with each other too. Mm-hmm. PUBG was a nightmare because you could never find yourself or yep. find your friends, and it was it was a pain in the ass. Yep. And see, oh, yeah. you know, just you know, because of the genre that this game is, the battle royale genre itself, there are, you know, just like PUBG, there's there's different kinds of vehicles on a, on a map. And you got cars, trucks, motorcycles, boats. I mean, you know. But then... Whips, with, chains, whistles, yo-yos. Oh, yeah. And with uh, Ring of Elysium, you also have, because of the three different gear sets that you can choose from, you have those three modes of transportation as well. you got the climbing picks, and you got the, the hang glider, which is probably the best transportation in the game, in my opinion, if you're able to use it. And then the snowboards, and those are pretty fun. So, you know, it gives you a, a different... It gives you more options as far as how to get around the map. Yeah, I haven't tried the snowboard yet, or the... Snowboard's fun as line. shit. The only problem with the snowboard is when you look at, like, uh, Ring of Elysium screenshots and stuff like that on the store page in Steam, they actually show... You being on the snowboard and being able to shoot your weapon or your mm-hmm. SMG, the only way that you can use a weapon uh, with any of the mobility stuff is a hang glider. You can have an SMG. Right. I'm pretty sure you can use it on the rappel, but I haven't tried, uh, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you can or not. I don't think you can. I think it's just the hang glider you can use it on. Yep. And then, of course, like you know, like we you mentioned there just a second ago, the zip lines that we got the zip lines to use to get around, and you can also ride the ski lift cable cars that are floating around or that are, you know, passing overhead. If you, you know, you decide you wanted to do that, you can climb up in one of the towers and get on a ski lift car and ride it wherever you want to go or wherever it goes. I mean, sometimes it'll take you where you need to go, and sometimes it won't. Uh, one of the major differences of these ga- this these two games. Or the major differences between Ring of Elysium and PUBG is like PUBG starts with a hundred combatants, which is standard, you know, in the battle royale game. Uh, Ring of Elysium only starts with sixty combatants, 
It's a little bit easier that way and doesn't mm-hmm. clog up the servers as well. Right. And uh the uh, the way per- the way you win a match <clears throat> in PUBG is, you know, like any other battle royale, you're the last man standing. You kill everybody else, you win. Well, in this game, the quote unquote winning is done by climbing escaping. aboard a rescue chopper, escaping the area, right? Because of the big winter storm that's rolling in or whatever. They send in a rescue chopper, which has four available seats. Now, feasibly, four different squads could win a match if one person from each squad was to make it into the chopper. Or four different players, if you're playing in solos, could win a match. This doesn't happen very often. Matter of fact, it's a rare thing as far as I know because there are people who like to... Um, <clears throat> camp out around where the helicopter's coming in and wait for somebody to try to climb the ladder and just shoot them as they're climbing up. Because they're jackasses. Yes, they are jackasses. I agree. Um, the most significant difference, and this is an important one, is the cost of these games. PUBG... Currently sells for twenty nine ninety nine on Steam. Ring of Elysium sells for the low, low price of free. That's right. It costs zero dollars to play this game. Which is delicious. Which is by far the biggest selling point. Aside from the gameplay and the, the just the general atmosphere of the game is just really in my opinion, it's better than PUBG or Fortnite or I'm going to say probably better than, what's that, Call of Duty Black? Blackout mode? Blackout. There you go, Blackout mode. Yeah. I didn't like Blackout mode. I watched Biz play it a little bit, and I was like, eh, nope, good. Yeah, see, I I just, why would you put a Battle Royale on a Call of Duty game? Because it's awesome. Gotta keep up with the times, man. You took out the story mode, dude. They took out the story story mode. The single-player campaign, that's the only reason I've ever played any of those games. I could have yes. given a damn about the multiplayer shit. I the always stories. bought them and played them for the campaign mode. Stories are overrated. Just saying. <clears throat> I don't like it that they're taking stuff away like that. Story well, mode people do like. Yeah. I just think that they're getting a... Like, and then they want to add DLC and crap to it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's just true too. They will uh, put new microtransactions. Like, zombies is really the fu- the most fun in the the Black Ops stuff. Have they me. improved? Have they improved the zombies? What do you mean this? improved? I mean, it's a, it, I mean, it's like the same thing. You you know you uh, you play, you get uh, you know points, you open doors, you know mm-hmm. things like that. You you do the objectives to yeah. you know escape. So there's a there's a way to beat zombies. You just have to do it, and right? You, well, Jeff, you need I, to take people that you can trust with you. Yeah. To Which, you know, I, you know, I, I don't attention. have any, I don't have any big complaints about the the Call of Duty zombies. I always enjoyed playing that. It's fun. Uh, I play it with I play it with my son sometimes, and he he likes that stuff. And you know, we we play that we play that game together occasionally, but not very often. He's always in there playing Fortnite or something. But anyway, oh yeah, fork knife, fork knife. I mean, I've played all these games: PUBG, Fortnite, 
I mean, and I enjoy them sometimes. Just depends. I mean, I'm still a noob. Okay, I am You're by far. I'm by far not claiming to be good at these games at all. But I've gotten more kills. Like I said earlier, I've gotten more kills in in Ring of Elysium than I ever have. I mean, re- in the last two or three weeks than I ever have playing Fortnite or PUBG. And I played, I played them both a pretty good bit. Not as much as you guys, or not as much as you, Zach. But of I course. played them. I played them a good bit. And I, I rarely I like get my kills gaming. in them. Rarely get kills PUBG Fortnite, but I'm able to actually do something with this Ring of Elysium, and that that in itself makes it more enjoyable for me because it feels like I'm able to play it and accomplish something while I'm playing. You know what I mean? True. I mean, it's a great game, and it's 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 people friendly. I mean, it's user friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I like this one. Go ahead. I like this one a lot. It's, and I'm not a Battle Royale fan. I've played Fortnite a good bit on my YouTube channel. Um, mm-hmm. Played with my subscribers, and it was fun playing with them and everything. But Fortnite's not my, really is not my favorite game at all. Um, but this game was actually like, okay, I'd play this again uh, by myself if I had to, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. yeah. So I like what they've done with it. I like how they streamlined a lot of the, like the jumping out of the airplane. Pfft, good. Get rid of that crap. Don't like it. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, start with a gun. Awesome. Uh, the paragl- the the gliding and all that stuff, sweet. It just makes it more fun to travel around the map. Got more options. He's like, oh, I can't find a car anywhere, so I guess I'm gonna hike forever. No, you jump on a mountain and jump off and glide down. Right, this is true. I love that. I love the options that it gives you. And you can yeah. just you know take off on foot if you want to, but I just like that that you can do that. So to me, it's a streamlined and it's easy to play and it's it's fun. Right, I mean it's Ring of Elysium. It's easy to pick up and play, and it doesn't require it doesn't require you you to be an expert at at you know battle royale games. I mean it's it doesn't you know you don't have to think about it a whole lot. You just you know you run in the houses, you pick up the weapons, you get on the you climb up on top of the house, you jump off, you hang glide to the next spot. You know, I mean. Or you 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 snowboard down the hill to the next place you want to go, or you jump in one of the vehicles and you drive off. I mean, you know, it's 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 good mindless entertainment, just like Very our mindless. podcast. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You don't even have to think about it. Just listen. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing about it, though, I, I got to say the 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 most important thing, the best thing of this game, is that it's free. Free. And, what about microtransactions? There. As far as I know, there are none. I haven't seen any. When will they add them? I, you know, you <laughs> just never know. Get on that <laughs> EA train. I, I mean, it is still in early release. So exactly. You just never know. And, and for for their sakes and mine, I hope they don't. Because I have issues with the whole microtransaction thing. Uh, they're going to do it. Are you sure? <laughs> Well, I'm pretty confident. It's probably just for appearances, though, versus mm-hmm. pay to win. So I mean, I can. We'll see. Yeah, but I, it I is can, a, the, I can live the with the problem. Cosmetic. Is it's it's a free game. So right. when I play Fortnite and I put money into it, it's just because I want a certain skin. Right. It's not I want to win the game because that certain skin's not going to help me. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't buy um you can't buy any kind of weapons or anything like that on Fortnite. But it's also a good game, so when they give it to you for free, the only way to support the developers of it 
is to buy something. Right. Uh, so, yeah, they're making a shitload of money, but, I mean, they do have a lot of people working on their game. Yeah. I don't mind it having uh, microtransactions, like you said, for, you know, cosmetic things. <clears throat> Especially since it's already free. If it stays yeah. free to play, right. yeah, put you right. some microtransactions in there try to make you a, a buck or two. Why not? Yeah, you know, see, nothing wrong with that. That that would be the only way I would, I would be okay with that. As long as it's free to play and they want to have, you know, the cosmetic. You buy this shirt, that that pair of boots, this jacket. You know, just because you want to look different on the game, that's you know it's not something that's required for you to do to play to win or whatever. I mean, winning takes the skill to actually play the game. So, you know, there's, there's no, there's no XP boosts or anything like that to, you know, to change the gameplay or the mechanics of the game. So, I mean, you know, if they put in a microtransaction or two, I think it'll be all right because by that, at that point, it becomes your choice as to whether or not you spend your money. This is very true. I mean, you know. Yeah, and like I said, I have no issue. I have no issue with that at all. So that's pretty cool. I like Rain Elysium. It's really neat. Yeah, it's a fun game, man. I, I, as if, as a recommendation, I would recommend it. I mean, and there's been, <clears throat> there's been some controversy and some rumors that you know, this game is, uh, it's, it's got malware and it's got spyware and some other shit in it well what game as does? far as i can tell this game they say no way in hell yeah it's that's what i'm saying as far as i can tell no because my i mean i've downloaded this game i played this game on my computer i haven't had any issues yeah i, I played can, um you know i played this game absolutely naked and nobody <laughs> stops if they were spying on me they got their eyes full that's right they probably cried, called their eyes out, <laughs> so they had to worry about seeing anymore. Are oh, you going to spy on me, game? Check this out. <laughs> so, well, uh, you guys, you guys have anything else to add? <laughs> no, I, 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 I believe that's all I got, man. I just, you know, I, I recommend it a hundred percent, and you know, top it off, it's free. If you have a Steam account, download it and play it. Yeah, it's 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 not going to cost you any money. It's great. Boom, boom. All right. Well, since that's all we have for Ring of Elysium, we will go to our next break, which will be uh something. I don't know. Maybe it's a, a break. It's probably a commercial for something we do. Give Enjoy me a it. break. Or something <laughs> we don't do. Maybe it's a commercial for something random, like a banana. I don't know. We'll find Bananas. out. Bananas. Bananas are delicious. Bananas. When they're in a bread. If they're just by themselves, they're gross. <laughs> okay, then. Well, anyway. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, enjoy this promo, whatever it is, and then we'll see you for our last segment. We're going to be talking about the game, The Last of Us on PlayStation 4. Oh, Last of Us 2, PlayStation 4. All right, stick around. We'll see you in a minute. Horton Brothers Grimm listeners, do you love our podcast? Do you find yourself wanting more of our witty banter and underwhelming knowledge of video games? Then you are in luck. Go to our YouTube channel for Let's Plays and live streams of retro games featuring all three brothers. To find our channel, just click the link in the description of this episode or search Horton Brothers Grimm on YouTube. 
be sure to subscribe and click the bell while you're there so you never miss a new video. We want to thank you again for all your support. But now, let's get you back to the show. Alright guys, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed whatever that promo was. I'm sure that it was meaningful to your life. <laughs> and I'm sure it was to ours as well. <laughs> so wow. now we're talking about our third subject, our future game, The Last of Us Part 2. It's not just The Last of Us 2, it's called The Last of Us Part 2. Like a chapter, mm. right? Yes, it's like a chapter. The Last of Us Part 2. So, Scott, Zach, we just guess when the release date is. Go. Uh, um, next year sometime. It's still up in the air. It's still oh, in the air. Oh, yes. <laughs> Got it. They haven't announced it. So, yay. <laughs> TBA. <laughs> so, if you haven't, but if, you, if you're listening right now, it's, uh, if you've never played The Last of Us, go and get that game. You can get it for the PlayStation 4. And the PlayStation 3, so I'm sure some of you, most of you probably have one of those systems, so check that out. Um, the Last of Us 1 is an awesome game. Great story. I'm not going to spoil the ending for you, but the ending is really controversial in a way, and it's pretty cool. But I will say this about Part 2, is the main characters in Part 1 are back. Oh. Got... Ellie, and you got, what's his daggum name? How did I forget this already? I don't is know it, that guy. Is it Joel? Joel, yeah. Jeez. What a Ellie and Joel. Is. They are the focus of part two as well. If you don't, if part one, Joel is escorting Ellie, who has a cure for the zombie virus in her blood because she's immune to it. And so they're ta he's just escorting her to a place where they can get her blood and make a serum and all that good stuff. Wow. And of course, he has to, you're inside of a zombie apocalyptic world, so you're fighting zombies. You're also fighting uh, humans that are idiots, and they're trying to kill you too. Oh, so Damn. it's like a more serious version of, uh, what was the name of that show on Sci-Fi, Zach? Uh, which one? The, the zombies, Murphy... Oh, Z Nation? Z Nation. It's like a more Z serious Nation's version of awesome, Z Nation. Dude. I like that show. Mm -hmm. It yeah, was a fun yeah. show. And, uh, yeah, you should watch Z Nation if you have not watched it because it is hilarious. It's like one of my favorites because <laughs> it's so funny in certain spots, of course. They, they do have serious parts, but for the most part, it's it's hilarious. And... Right now, the only thing they've released is a little bit of a gameplay demo uh, at E3 last year on Last of Us Part Two. Right. And it shows Ellie, a grown-up version of Ellie, destroying people. Oh, <laughs> it is awesome. Check it out if you have. I'll put a link to that down in the description of the podcast so you guys can go look at that trailer. It's it's, just, that, it's really neat. That trailer, she smokes, she smokes some dudes with a bow and arrow, man. Yeah, she is sick, dude. She is... A fighter. Um, it's really cool. She can battle. Um, and the gameplay demo did not show Joel. So that's weird. 
we do not know anything about where he's at, but they do reference him in the trailer by uh, somebody asks Ellie about her old man. So Joel is her old man. And in the trailer, uh, Ellie is making a, a dancing with a girl and her and the girl make out, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I liked it, at least. This and... <laughs> Oh man, I'm just saying. So, they're also saying that Joel may not be actually physically there with her while she's going through what she's going through. He may just be psychologically there. It might be they just don't know. They haven't really announced. The but Naughty Dog is good about they like to throw out uh, misdirection mm-hmm. about their games, the storylines. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, there was supposed to be a PlayStation Experience 2018, but they canceled it. So, Last of Us Part Two was expected to be featured there, but they canceled the PlayStation Experience. So, nothing else has been released since E3 last year. Wow, it's a long time, dude. Yes. So, people are really, really, really craving more information about the scheme. Um, I know it's going to be great naughty dog does a wonderful job with their games it's gonna be we have an awesome storyline we already know that and the fighting and stuff they actually let me see if i can find this oh by the way i'm giving you this information from an article i'll go ahead and say this gamesradar.com they've written a well really well written piece here detailing part two uh, Last of Us Part Two takes place in Seattle, mm. so that's uh, it began in Boston uh, in Part One, and they were trying to go to Salt Lake City in the first one. So now they're in Seattle. Hmm. Let's see. So they made it to Salt Lake City then, and then went on over to Washington. Yeah, something happened there. And this is basically fast-forwarded some years since Ellie is older. Right. Yeah, because she was a little kid in the first one, right? Yes. Let's see. I'm trying to find some good details in this article. So I apologize for skipping around here. There was something I read that they changed, but I'm trying to find it. It's going to be a very gory game. Gory. Like the first one. Yeah. Blood, guts, things. Uh, Like in the gameplay demo, they showed Ellie cutting a dude's throat with a knife and Mm. gutted him. uh, Gutted him like a fish. That's (laughs) awesome. Yeah, it is. (laughs) That's what you want to do in the game. I just want to gut people. (laughs) I'm going to enjoy gutting you, boy. Oh, Lord. He already got a voice and everything. <laughs> Come yeah, on, man. It, you don't recognize that line. I'm disappointed I, in you. Oh, uh, man. I'm, I've lost it. You saw I've been the rock, all day. Right? I did a long time ago. Yeah, uh, I have to say, I didn't really enjoy the movie, personally. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get some haters, but it's okay. It's okay. All right. Yeah, you know. You know, it's all but, good. Moving on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, so yeah, this one's gonna be a lot there's gonna be a lot more gore in this game. They're amp they're ramping up the gore. Uh 
Well, there's a certain country that probably won't have it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Ellie is a bit more nimble than Joel. Um, in in the game, in the first game, he wasn't. You know, he didn't do a lot of acrobatics or anything crazy. He was just fighting. You know, he's just a tough guy. Uh, Ellie, she's more of a. She can run. She can grab bottles and hurl them seamlessly, without stopping. She just keeps running. As you're running, you throw the bottle and hit them in the face, and you just keep going. Sweet. Uh, so some cool little combat things like that that would keep the game. She's gonna be a lot faster and quicker, a little mobile. So she's gonna be an awesome fighter, which I think is gonna be good. It's gonna be fun to play as her. So yeah, there isn't much else to talk about with this game. If I'm being honest, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm falling asleep because this game is so boring already. Oh wow, um, that's a joke. <laughs> oh wow. Um, so yeah, oh, here's something cool. The Soundtrack will feature the original game's composer. It does have an awesome soundtrack in the first one, so that's awesome news. And this guy's name is Gustavo Santillala. I have no idea what you just said, but don't cuss me like that again. <laughs> Gustavo Santillala. <laughs> I've told you. Oh, you got cursed, son. Apparently so. Nothing and this game's been in... Oh, sorry, is that what you're saying? I said there's nothing I can do about getting cussed again. It's just going to happen, I guess. Those yeah. These things happen. There's one more thing, uh, Zach, um, that you're probably going to find interesting here. Um, Gustavo Santiolala. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, fuck you, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. But yeah, Last of Us 2 is going to be awesome. Um, there isn't much else to tell you. But that's going to be awesome. Check out the link down in the description. I'll put the gameplay demo from E3 down there so you guys can look at it. But I'm definitely looking forward to this game. I'll probably talk about it again in a current day game whenever it does come out. It'll definitely be a game I pick to talk about. Who knows when that could be a year from now. It could be a year and a half from now. Everybody's expecting it in 2019, but it could also be pushed to 2020. You never well, know. I'm expecting Naughty Dog. it to fail now. Because I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> well, we've been developing it since 2016, so actually. So the Last of Us, the first one, um, was that on like all systems, or was it no. on a certain one? Sony exclusive. It started on the PlayStation Three. Okay, so at and least it, I have the right system for it. And they did a remastered version on PlayStation Four. Gotcha. It came out 2012. 2012. Dang, has it been that long ago? Yeah. Last of Shit. Us is older than you think. And they didn't start developing two, part two until 2016. Wow. Cray. Cray, cray. So getting a three, if they get it out next year, that's actually pretty good. Three years. Um, three years development. It's not bad for a game of this stature. With the uh, detail and storyline and everything like that, it's going to be pretty cool. Well, do you have guys have any other questions or comments about Last of Us Part 2? That's, that's all I have for you. <laughs> I don't have any questions or comments, but I will say this. You cussed me again. We have a problem. All right, cool. I won't I won't do it again, all right? That's all right, I cool. Thought. It's Gustavo Salala. Dick sucker. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to go to the 
last part of our show. I don't think we've been very bad about picking our games we're going to talk about next time, so we still this don't have that true. for this time. But at least you get a surprise. Yeah, at some point, we're we're all about surprising you this right at this moment in 2018. So we'll stick with that theme. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Zach, if you want to roll, uh, tell us what you um, what you got going on, on social media and where we can find you and all that good stuff. I don't really have anything going on, on social media, but you can find me on YouTube, on Twitch, and at Twitter with the simple words Genova Destro. All three, same name. Come see me. And Gustavo Salolala. And that bastard <laughs> right there. <laughs> Scott, where about you, sir? Are you still located in the same areas? Well, I haven't moved, so I'm still on the YouTubes at death at uh, the, oops. I guess I haven't moved. I can't figure out how to say it, though. Dan Deste Albano. Yeah. It's at uh, the Games of Death. Death is spelled D-E-T-H because, you know, I'm interesting and secretive like that. I like to change the spellings of words. Anyway, and you can find me on Twitter at DeathDealer3. Ooh. Awesome, Gustavo Salala. <laughs> and uh, you can find me guys out there on YouTube. Bang, bang. That is my YouTube channel. Type that in to the YouTube search. I promise you I'll be the first one there. And check me out on Twitter, bang, bang, potato one. And then I'm also on twitch.tv slash bang, bang, potato. That's where I'm streaming right now because I'm still banned from YouTube for 90 days. Because he's... Yay. Uh, Asshole. Because I'm a Gustavo Santolala. There you go. There it is. Poor Mr. Santolala. He's going to be really upset when he... (laughs) he He's now a curse word. He learns that his name is a curse word. It's just like Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. If you want to find our collaborative social media, you can find us twitter.com slash Horton Grimm. Go follow us there. We actually are growing on there. We're almost at 700 followers right now. Oh, wow. So, guys, come check us out, and uh, you'll see where we tweet out different things about our podcast. Our YouTube channel is Horton Brothers Grimm, and then we also have a website, HortonBrothersGrimm.com. So, check us out on all those social media platforms. And that is it. That's all we have. For today's episode so we thank you for listening don't forget to go to itunes leave a five-star review leave a comment if you're listening to us on podbean tune in spotify places like that subscribe to us and like us and you can also leave us a little comments and stuff there so we'd love to hear from you thanks for listening and this is a part of the show where we say goodbye Later. goodbye goodbye